Today is April 24th. Back-to-back broom jobs. The Bucks sweep the Reds in four. Yes, your first place Pittsburgh Pirates. Soak it in. You're listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Yins guys, thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast, where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates and that your first place, Buckos. My name is Josh, and I'm joined by my brother Jake. What's up? Hey man, oh, been working stupid hours this week, man. Started a new job last week, and this week it's opened up the store and everything. We've been crazy busy. Trying to pull off two jobs. I haven't ever tried that before. <laughs> what you need to do <laughs> is talk one job and oh wait. <laughs> yeah. Working on it. Holy moly, man. Four it's more wins. So fun. It's so much fun. We're gonna talk about the red series. Obviously, that's the big thing. We're gonna get into quality start stuff because that's been the thing for quite a while now, <laughs> for four shows or something like that. A um, couple player updates that we've been kind of tracking and following some guys. Uh, Shelton with an extension. Drew Maggi gets called up. And, and that whole shuffle. A new jacket gets brought into the dugout. Okay. A new home run jacket gets brought in. We didn't get to see it used yet. <laughs> but, you know, maybe. Um, so we've got some things to get into. Check this out, man. Since the 13th of May, or of April, actually... The Pirates have scored first in nine games and won all nine of those. And I believe um, seven of those games they scored in the first inning. Seven of those nine they scored in the first inning. They've won all nine of those games. The other two games were losses when the other team scored first. So score first. (laughs) I mean, I feel like this is it, right? This is the recipe. You could turn the game off after the first team scores. (laughs) <laughs> obviously not, not true <laughs> and it's only happened since it's only those 11 games right yeah um i that's how far i back i went to when it became not true anymore so on april 12th that was not the case <laughs> which was a game no it was a game that we won so we yeah okay either way i don't remember what what i looked at but um what do you want to do first let's talk about the drew Maggi like call up. They don't have to talk about everything, but like the transactions, if we get through the transactions, that was the only one they moved G man Choi to the 60 day Reynolds added to the bereavement list. And they added uh drew Maggi to the 40 man and called him up. So the 60 day move was how you get him to the 40 man bereavement was how you get him to the active roster. And he was there for the game today. And I think a lot of people were kind of pulling for him to get in. He did not get in spoiler alert. Um, but we're going to get into that a little bit later, what we think uh, happens from here. Reynolds is going to be back for the Dodgers series. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, man. So let's talk, let's talk red series. Rowanzi keeps the streak alive on Thursday, which we talked a little bit about on our Friday show because we did, uh, we did have that. So we actually talked about some things there. I probably won't go into very many of those details because we kind of went over that. Um, but Rowanzi did go six and two thirds, gave up just the one run, eight Ks. Connor Joe hit the three run homers. Sawinski, the back to back homers in the first inning, right? Four runs. That was all they needed. Um, and then Friday, Keller goes, gets through six, two earned runs, five strikeouts. Excuse me. Uh, Connor Joe goes three for three with a double. Matthias gets the single to score two, which ended up being, you know, the, the kind of the first shot right there, not in the first inning. Uh, Hayes made a throwing error that probably should have been caught. It was his first error since last August and it could have been avoided, but it's fine. He threw it too high. So <laughs> I'm not worried <laughs> about it, but, um, and I'm definitely not worried about it. Cause man, did he throw the glove in this series? Yeah, he did. Holy cow. Just once again, reminding all of us how special he is on defense and making it look easy too. Uh, and that's the thing. And that's what, you know, how many people wrote about it this week. And one person said, that's probably his downfall is he makes it look easy mm-hmm. where other people make it look difficult. And 
Oh man, he just—it was on display for sure. Uh, my yeah. favorite was the Underwood on um, <clears throat> on Saturday. He throws the hands up like, "Oh, I probably could have got that," and then all of a sudden he looks at first like, "Oh, he's out. Cool. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, cool." I mean, that was a shortstop play. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So speaking of Saturday, Rich Hill. Okay, so you get a rain out, or not a rain out, a rain delay. And I, I turn the TV on, and I hadn't checked my phone yet, but I turn the TV on, and I'm like, why are we showing Inside Pirates Baseball? Dang it, we're in a delay. So I look there, and, and I saw that it was like, oh, we're going to start at 7. So it's like, okay, a half-hour rain delay. And I thought, quality streak start ends. Quality start streak ends tonight. Yeah. There's no way that a 43-year-old man is going to bounce back from a rain delay like that. We act like that's not a big deal. I know we made fun of Garrett Cole not too long ago for saying, oh, it's a delay. And he always complains for stuff like this. But aside from that, like this is like, this is a legitimate thing. It is difficult. You get all ramped up to start at six 30 and then you have to figure out a way to stay loose in the tunnels or whatever you're trying to do down in the, whatever they have available to them down there. He's throwing. So now if you were going to go, a hundred pitches, it's going to feel like a lot more than a hundred. Yeah, you know what I mean? 95. And it, you say he threw 95. Yeah. Okay. So he threw, yeah, he threw 96 actually, it says 96 pitches. And I mean, that had to feel like 120, you know what I mean? Just because like, as far as like, that's just how it goes, mm-hmm. but it's not only that, but like, it's a routine kind of thing and you can get knocked off your routine and I really legitimately was like, he's going to give up four runs. You know what I mean? Yeah. He did not. He, I mean, there was guys on base every inning. He did walk three guys. He gave up six hits and just five. But he got the strikeout pitch going. He was doing a lot up in the zone with the breaking balls. I think it just threw some guys off. Um, showed up and and really gave gave the team an opportunity to win. Just the one run could have been so much more. And Key Brian obviously made a couple plays. There was a play by Connor Joe, I think, in right field. Am I thinking the right thing? Um, either way, they, um, you know, they showed up. And then Johan yeah. Ramirez and Dwayne Underwood, both going two innings, was huge. Yeah, it is. That's a big lift because you don't have to use two arms and four innings. That's that's huge for the for the bullpen and saving arms, all that good stuff. At the back end it's, of seventeen, it's not like they scuffled through. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the back end of seventeen straight days of the game, you know that you got guys. You know we've already seen it. You got guys. Oh, they're unavailable today, or if they throw today, they're unavailable tomorrow, kind of a thing. And you want to lock up that series, and they locked it up right there. Not just the fact that they wanted to. I don't know what it was. Give blonde tips to one of the to beans and then the shaved head on Friday and they're doing things. I don't know. (laughs) Hayes led off with a triple. They ended up, uh, did they score him in the first? Um, yes, he scored, uh, Reynolds hit two doubles on the day. I'm I'm looking at two screens now trying to get all this squared away. Sawinski doubled right after Santana doubled. Um, it was able to get runs in that way. Marcano two for three. Um, Hayes kind of that lead off at bat is, is becoming a strength. Yeah. You know, maybe, maybe in some games, not the rest of the game, but that lead off at bat is becoming a little bit of a strength today Went after the very first pitch, which typically you would say, Hey man, don't do that. But I, I thought it was gone off the bat. Oh, I, I, I was. I was in our pantry and I was coming out of the pantry and I looked at the screen and as soon as he started to throw the pitch, I went, bomb. Then he hits <laughs> and I went, oh, shoot, I might be right. <laughs> Ash is like, ah, just short. <laughs> yeah. So in that, Still. in today's game, yeah. Let's go ahead and move on to today's game. It was a win two to nothing to make it seven straight. OGV goes seven innings, two hits, two walks, 10 strikeouts. Brozy RA is down to 376. We just talked about the Hayes leadoff double. He ended up scoring on a double play. Mm-hmm. But that's, I mean, you get the guys in place, right? Marcano gets a little bloop. They don't send him. You get into a double play, you still get the lead. And that's actually all they needed. They would add another with another Sawinski double. 
which is another story. Santana gets the base hit, right? The a- accidental base hit. Yeah. So, yes, you're going to look at a box score and see that Carlos Santana had an infield single. <laughs> I mean, you don't see that in a box score, but basically he had an infield single and then stole second base. And you're like, that's yeah. not the, that's the wrong guy. That was yeah. Marcano. <laughs> that was Bay. <laughs> no, nope. That was Santana. Uh, they definitely had something on um, who was pitching. Um, that, was that Sam Martin? No, not at that moment. Um, it was Cruz. They had something on Cruz. I think it was Cruz. Yeah. Anyway, they had something right. on him because Jack stole third without a throw after his double. Like, it, obviously, they knew yeah. that he was either slow to the plate or they knew his cadence or something because, I mean, Jack, it was no throw. Right. He had two steals today, Swinsky did, including that double and two walks. Just continues to have it figured out. I mean, like, mm-hmm. I don't know why we're even, why are we surprised anymore? The dude is a good baseball player. He swings and misses. We're going to talk about that a little bit later, I think. Uh, CSN got the start today. Uh, you know what? He's 0 for 2 with a strikeout. He's down to a 125. I'll say this while, we, while we're looking at this. I mean, the guy barely ever plays. You put him up against Hunter Green. Tough day. Yeah. Tough day. It's basically like, go take one for the team, bud. You're about to be 0 for 2. <laughs> So, and and like I said, we'll talk about that too. But that is the that's the series, a four game sweep, and a little bit different than the than the Rockies series, uh, where it was the it was the fewest runs scored for the Pirates in a four game sweep, and I I forget how long they said, but it's it was a long long time, maybe ever. I I can't remember exactly what that was, but we did not score very many runs in a four game series after coming off Colorado where we scored 33 in three games. Yeah. And, and you know, the old adage or the, you know, whatever you say where you, you know, let's save them for the next, they didn't save them. (laughs) No. Now two of those games, they ended up with four runs and you know, my whole thing, if you guys have been listening to us for a while, my whole thing is score four runs. You're going to win more games than you lose. Mm-hmm. And in the first two days, they scored four runs, and they won four to three and four to two, which is a prime example of really that thing. You know what I mean? Especially the four to three game, because yeah. typically you're going to win those games. At least you're going to win more games than you're not, um, assuming <laughs> normal baseball is occurring, right? <laughs> um, but then getting away with two on the weekend, uh, where you know it got a little bit colder. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was difficult to score. The runs were hard to come by because the Reds got one run in both of those games. And you know what I mean? And both of those games, not each. They got one on Saturday. They were shut out on Sunday. Hunter Green has the... Uh, it seems like we pitched really well when Hunter Green's facing us because it feels like we know that our offense is going to have a hard time. That yeah. dude's super talented. Yeah. I mean, they get they got... Three guys there that are really talented right now. It's just they do, and I love. I mean, the rest of it together. That's right. And those three guys. And Lodolo got banged around his last start. He's going to have to bounce back. Uh, but we didn't get to see him in this. But even Ashcraft was really good against us. And you're just kind of scraping runs together. But that's what this team's been doing so well. Is they're finding they're winning blowouts. They're winning close games. They're finding ways to get out ahead of a really good pitcher. And it really comes down to this starting pitching. Mm-hmm. This starting pitching has been so good. So the quality streaks, uh, the quality start streak, we said ended with with Hill, Rich and then Hill. we we went right back and got another one today. And then we talk about, <laughs> yes, it wasn't a quality start according to the the statistic that is not an official MLB statistic. We talked about who knew. Uh, but the statistic quality start requires six innings. He still goes five innings with one run. It's not like it was like, well, it was snapped by a guy who gave up four runs one game. No. No. He was still a good start that gave your team an opportunity to win a game. Yeah. And so you could say without a – what was the, the – so the streak ended. We were at 11, right? And we just so, yeah. couldn't get to 12. You could say our starters have had good outings now for 13 straight. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like yeah. it's been since since the the Roanzi game. They're they're putting us in a good position, and all five of them. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, 
it's it's not normal. I'll we'll say that it's. I mean, for even like good like actual people who are considered to be a good team before the season, yeah, <laughs> say. who were I mean, we're playing we're playing good baseball. We're a good team, I think. But I mean, actually, like top level teams, this isn't normal. So the Pirates have the best winning percentage in the National League. Mm-hmm. We are the top team in the National League right now. So where do you have the Pirates right now? Because, you know, we just made that thing. You said, I think we're a good team. I think I think this is a good team. Yeah. But when then you said something like top-level teams. So let's let's kind of break that down just for a second. We're here. Right. We're at the beginning of the show. We're 17 minutes in-ish, right? How good – How I mean, nine games over 500. Mm-hmm. So it's going to take a lot to get back to that place, right? Now, could it take a – Yes, it could. You know what I mean? It, we were 12 and 6 in 2019 and then we were 12 and 14. So like something like that is possible. I think this is a better team than that. I don't think that something like that could happen. But if you would have asked me 3 weeks ago, "Hey, in a couple weeks at the end of a 17 straight a 17 straight days of a game, at the end of it, you're also going to run off your last 7 and 8 of your last 9." I'd probably say, "Eh, probably not." That's pretty hard to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, yeah. I don't know if you're going to I don't know if you're going to do that. I don't know if you're going to win 7 straight on the, like at the end of this long stretch. They're probably going to be gassed in certain ways. There's going to be some guys struggling at the end of that who you know what I mean? So, yeah. You know, it, it, let, let's hold on to that cuz there's actually two things that I'm going to come out. We're going to bring this up again. This 17 straight games. I'm going to bring up again as far as that kind of stuff goes. But where are you at with the Pirates? Is, is this uh, what does it mean to say this is a good team? I mean they're 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 doing every facet of the game well right now. But and I'm not saying this can't be a great team. It's just we're what 23 games into the season. You can have a good run and still just be a good team. I still don't put us on the top level teams because we haven't done it long enough yet. That's kind of what I mean. Um, I see this team as a good team. I see the the veteran leadership really paying off. These young kids are growing up. I I, I like everything I see. I love everything I'm seeing. We're seeing. You know what I mean? It, it's it's fun to watch. It's fun baseball. I got people who are texting me saying stuff like, "Hey man, I'm actually making an attempt to go out of my way to make sure I watch these games because they're fun." Yeah. And that's that's awesome. Do I think they can hold up? They're not going to win 113 games like they're on pace for. Yeah. I don't see that happening. But do I think this is a good team? Do I think that there's, now that we got off to this such of a hot start, do I think there's a, a, a chance we could chase down a wild card spot? Maybe. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not like, not counting that out of the realm of possibility anymore. You know, I'm there. Uh, yeah, I would say I'm not there yet, but at the same time, when you sit back and you say, yeah, but I wasn't here yet either. So I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure what this team is really capable of doing. What I am sure of is that good teams beat bad teams. They they win the games that they're supposed to win. Mm-hmm. So I kind of still put this team under the good, not great category. I think that we've... We've just swept. I don't care what team you are or playing against. It is hard to sweep on the road and four games. Those two things are just difficult to do against any major league team, no matter what. To go on a road and get a three-game sweep is difficult. Mm -hmm. To be at home or on the road or anything and get a four-game sweep is difficult in the major leagues. And they were able to do them back-to-back. Yeah, it's, it's impressive. And they're doing all this without O'Neill Cruz. And they've done most of this with a little bit of a struggling Brian Reynolds. So you could say those are your two best players. Mm-hmm. And they basically haven't had them. I mean, Reynolds has still shown up in ways. Yeah. It, you know he's, what I mean? He's still he just getting, hasn't he's still been knocking in runs. Yeah, he just hasn't been. Um, and I don't even mean what he was there for a week. That was incredible. Yeah. But he hasn't been even in the middle of those two things, right? And right. so when you look at stuff like that and know that they're still doing this, 
you have the ability for somebody else to kind of falter off and for Reynolds to bounce back a little bit. You have the ability for somebody else to step up when somebody, if they all go down at the same time, yeah, you, that's called, you're going to hit a rough patch. Mm-hmm. But also, the Dodgers have not been playing good baseball so far. And then they just went into, uh, yep, they just went into Chicago, who have been playing good baseball, and took three or four in at Wrigley. And so yeah. the Dodgers are starting to say, okay, well, let's 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 right the ship a little bit. Let's get this thing going in the direction that it's supposed to be going. And this is about the time that teams start to do that. So we're going to have a tough series. You can sure. look at we're going to see we're going to tell you a little bit ago, like or you know a little bit from now. Oh, this you know we're going up against Syndergaard. Look at the CRA. That doesn't mean anything. He's going to turn things around. You would think, right? You would think that's why they play the games. Yeah. That's why we've played the games this far because nobody would have written this down. Right. Nobody would have said, yeah, well, let's go ahead and make them win all those, all seven of those games. Right. You would have thought that one of Ashcraft or Green could have came away with a win here. Mm-hmm. I certainly did. Yeah. I mean, you would have thought that between Velasquez and Hill, you'd give up more than one run. Yeah, when I and I remember on our last step on our Friday episode, you'd ask me what I thought about the quality start streak. I said I think it's going to be snapped. I didn't think it was going to be snapped by a five innings, one earned run outing. Yeah. yeah, I thought there was going to be a bad outing, and I thought the Reds were going to beat us one game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take this streak snapped in the way it got snapped. Every day, especially with the bullpen stepping up the way they did, we still only use two relievers. Yeah. So anyway, um, I don't know that I'm at the place yet. What was your preseason pick for wins? Oh, shoot. It was a 76? 76 or 77. Something like that. I could go back. Um, I should have wrote, I should have like, I should keep those handy. Maybe put them at the bottom of our notes that never goes away just so that they're always there. Um, I've got it here. I'm pulling it up. So your win total, actually you went 78. 78. Yeah. So you went 78. So I think it's pretty safe to say you're not moving that yet. No. Um, I'm at 73 and I'm still not ready to move that yet. Although it's getting kind of close. I mean, you're at the point now where it's going to take some, it's going to take some, some work to get down there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> we're, we're not talking yeah. about nine games over 500. We're talking about, I mean, that's a good ways off. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I think that's uh I think that's, you know, as this season goes on, you're going to figure stuff like that out. This team's going to go through some stretches. Uh we've already had the big O'Neill Cruz injury. Brew Baker's already out, which this team is stepping up. Oviedo's been so good in that spot. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you've got a lot of things like that going really well for you. At some point, if there's luck, it's going to turn. If there's not, then they'd just become a good team and yeah. surprise us all. And I think if you were to say, I told you they were going to be over 500, I think that you'd, you probably were giving them too much credit preseason. You didn't, you weren't really like if you, nobody saw this coming, no. realistically, nobody saw this coming. And I, and I'm not convinced that it is necessarily coming yet. I don't mean to be doom and gloom because my next point <laughs> is, um, this is an exciting ball club. I did, however, I don't know about seven straight, right? I don't know about seven straight. I saw runs like this this season. Like I knew that they that this team would do something like this. I didn't think you it would happen right out of the gate. Capable of doing something like this. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. when I looked at when I was thinking about, oh yeah, you know, when I you know was thinking, how good can this team be this year? They're not going to mm-hmm. lose a hundred games, is what I thought. And I said, why not? Well, because I see that they're going to get some stretches that are, we're going to really enjoy watching this team. I did not see that coming out of the gate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's when I, yeah. that's where I'm at with this. And so before I start going nuts and saying, I got to change my prediction. I got to get really excited. We're going to the world series. Katie keeps walking around house going world series buckos. And I love it. Yeah. Enjoy it. Have fun with it because this is a good baseball team. Mm-hmm. We're watching a good, good and I, this is the point I was making before. Good baseball teams beat the teams they're supposed to beat. And 
we see this team as a team who is going to finish the season higher than the Reds, higher than the Rockies. And they took care of business. Yep. And when the Cardinals were down, I still think the Cardinals are a really good baseball team. Their pitching has got to change. Mm-hmm. That is killing them. They are a good offensive team. That lineup is still stacked, in my opinion. It is stacked. That's the word I'm using. I think it is. And they just aren't pitching. But what did we do at this time of the year? We're playing good. They're playing bad. We split. Mm-hmm. We just let one game. We should have won that series. We let one game get away, right? <laughs> we should have won that series. Yeah. And we'll see how it goes the rest of the year. But this is a good baseball team. And this is a lot of fun to watch. And I don't think you should hold back any of it. And don't ever be the guy who says that, oh, now you're going to jump on the bandwagon and root for the buck. All are welcome. We've talked about this before. <laughs> if they're not Hop playing well and you want to stop paying attention, fine. Because not everybody is going to sit and watch baseball day after day. You gotta be you gotta be a baseball fan first before yeah. you're a Pirates fan in order to sit through that, right? Or you just have to be a diehard who's been watching them for since 79. You know what I mean? <laughs> since 92 years of grown up already. Yeah. Something like that. But the idea is enjoy this. Bring everybody along with you because this has been a lot of fun and we will have more like this this year, even if we go on some rough patches. This will come back. The what they're doing right here, you're going to see it yeah, all throughout the year in different spurts, in different stretches. And my goodness, if they just keep doing it, you never know. Yeah. There's, I don't know, man. I don't know what the ceiling is for this team right now. I really don't. I thought I did, but I do not know. And it's yeah. because if you, if you jump out of the gate and do something like this, it it's does huge. matter. It's huge. Yeah, it's huge. If you would have a run like this trying to get back to if you were 7 and 16 and you went on a run like this, it's never going to feel the same. When you're coming when you're digging out of a hole, it doesn't feel the same as when you're just climbing up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. above ground. So doing everything from above ground is going to help the rest of their season. And uh, man, I just I can't be more excited. Uh even though I, you know, I'm just trying to be real about it, right? I'm trying to stay level-headed about it, but know that I'm enjoying every minute of it. I am not someone who walks around in all my Pirates gear all the time. Like, that's just not... Like, I typically wear very plain things with no print on them at all. (laughs) That's just what I do, right? And, like, I got ready this morning was like, yep, Pirates hat, Pirates hoodie. I'm rocking and rolling because this team is on a roll, and I'm just enjoying it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, anyway... So let's go back to the 17 straight games. Deep breath here, coming down. <laughs> let's go back to the 17 straight days or 17 straight games, days, whatever, whatever it is. No, but no days off. Castro is the first guy for me that I want to bring up. He goes into this red series hot. And this is proof of one of those things where you say, all right, some guys are getting a little gassed. He wasn't playing every day. Throw him right into it. He loves playing every day. He starts to get really hot. He's firing on all cylinders. He goes 0 for 11 against the Reds in the four games. And that, to me, could be a little bit of, I really need a day off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There could be a little bit of that. He still walked three times, but after today, and he only struck out once in the first three games, in each game. So that's not terrible, right? But in today's game, three strikeouts, his average goes from 319 to 259, which is okay because his on-base percentage went from 418 to 377. At 377, still doing all right. His season's yeah. fine, right? Right. So without the three-strikeout game, two of those, by the way, against Hunter Green, you know what I mean? Like, it's there. And he got he got kind of a, a bad call, I think, in his at-bat against Cruz, which may have thrown him off of that. But this is probably the case of someone who's a little tired. Who's a little exhausted? 17 straight days is not a joke. And then you have to go out there and be like, by the way, it's like 49 today. Go have fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't act like that's not a deal. It is a deal. Last week it was 80. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it is a deal. 
So I think that's the first one for me. The other one is 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 Jiwon Bay, and we've talked a lot about Bay. And I I made some statements before that he, you know even when he was red hot is to what the what everybody thought. And if you read Twitter, you would think he's doing really great. Um, and I did point out at one point like, hey, he's had two good games. They were really good games. That's working out. And your hope was if he could keep having big games like that and not doing well in between, like he's going to still be an effective player because the catches that he's been making and and stuff like that, like they've, they've lifted things up. Some of the things he's been doing on the base paths have made a difference. They're impactful plays. Yeah. And when those kind of things go away, do you think maybe there's a little bit of that early season fatigue maybe in him? Do you think that maybe there's been an adjustment by the league? Yeah, I, I, it, it could be a little bit of both. I mean, I think I think you, you're seeing him more. You're going to make adjustments. That's what the major leagues do to you. That's what they, you know, every, that's going to happen to everyone. You're going to start off and you're going to be you. League's not going to really, which, man, there's so much data now, even before you play game one in the majors. Yeah. But still, once they see how you act to the major leagues, they're going to make adjustments. It's going to be up to Bay to make the adjustments back, uh, like the counter adjustments, and also just the, the stretch and being a young guy. And see, that's that's the one part I don't get. Like you're you're young, man. This should be a, should be good to go. You should be able to run out there every day and not be a big deal. You know what I mean? That and it, yeah, not I that think I'm, not that I'm saying it's not yeah, taxing because it definitely is taxing, right? But I feel like these some of the younger kids should. Like your body shouldn't be that exhausted. I get that piece of it, but like early season, no matter what, like you're just, you act like you can, you figured it out. You're not conditioned to go a hundred every single day for, you know, more than half a month. Like the conditioning is not there yet. It will be after this. They'll get some days off. They'll bounce right back. Some of the old guys, maybe not right back. (laughs) Maybe like, can I get a couple days? (laughs) You know what I mean? But like, I kind of get what you're saying there, but why? Why are you not ready to go? There's more than that. I I don't think that you ever, I don't think that you ever are ready for something like baseball is just different for me. It's not just the physical, like it's not my legs are sore. It's not, I'm like your muscles are going to bounce right back. There's also a mental aspect of it, which I think is a big thing. If you, you know this, and we know we've got so much data that we never had before. Let's say you're not sleeping for a week, dude. You're done. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're done. And so I don't know. Obviously, I'm projecting. I'm throwing things into this scenario that don't. That right. I have no idea whether they exist. So I'm yeah, not 100%. sitting here trying to make excuses for for Bay. But it could be a number of things for him. It could just be confidence because while. While the fan base was really excited about the play against the wall and the diving play in the gap and the two stolen bases and the way that he bunted and you know this other thing that he did, like while we're all excited about those things and the walk off homer, he's he might st- this guy is a good player who expects to hit day in and day out, and he's finding luck once, maybe twice a week, mm-hmm. and not luck, but he's finding success once, maybe twice a week. For him, that's a struggle. And then yeah. you saw it. He came in on that ball. He came in so hard on that ball that it was hit to him in center. And he just never got the glove down. And it just taps the end of his glove and he's got to go back. And the run comes all the way around to score. And he kind of beat himself up about it. And you saw the whole exchange with him and Kutch in the dugout where he's Kutch trying to make light of it, saying, doesn't matter that it happened. You go from here and all those things that, that a veteran was going to tell you. But I mean, there's some real struggle there. He's frustrated. Mm-hmm. And they just keep throwing him out there, which I think is good. I think sometimes that's the only way to come out of it. Um, but I, you know, I wonder if that's a little bit of fatigue. I wonder if it's a little bit of a day off is going to help him out. Maybe they give him a couple days off by not playing him in the first day, uh, first game against LA, something like that. Um, but he's definitely a good player. He definitely can bounce back from this. Um you know, we'll see how it goes. On the other end of the spectrum, we talked about Kanan Smith and Jigba, who just is not getting enough playing time, which is hard to disagree with. When you're rolling, you just can't mix it up that much. 
Right. And you're rolling right now. And Connor Joe has earned every inning he's played. And it's really hard to just start pushing guys in. Sawinski has earned every inning he's played. And how do you fit him into the mold here? Well, they, you know, they've made a couple things here and there trying to make things work. And unfortunately, that's just the way things go. Mm-hmm. Now, to be continued, let's talk about this. Drew Maggi. Mm-hmm. Drew Maggi gets a call up today. Great story. Everybody's pumped. Let's give him. They make a big deal about it, and I was really surprised to see him not get in the game today. Yeah. I know it was a close game. I know that in the grand scheme of things, you're trying to win the game, and so I knew if it was going to be a tight game that that was going to be a tough decision. Mm-hmm. So let's play a game here with ourselves um, to say, does Drew Maggi stick around? For just a little bit longer, we know that we know that Reynolds is coming back on Tuesday for the for the series. Do they keep him around for a little bit? And here's where the to be continued comes in because we just talked about two guys in Kanan Smith and Jigba and G1 Bay who are either struggling at this moment like Bay is, or who just hasn't had enough playing time. So you could either send Bay down to get him quote unquote right which you could do at the major league level as well. But all that does is that if, if, he, if he's gone, you got Matthias there, you've got uh, Marcano there who's starting to actually uh, hit the ball pretty well too. And then you you would have Drew Maggi still there in this case. Um, Swinski obviously is going to be playing most days or every day. Smith and Jigbo would still be put into that. Connor Joe's still into that. Reynolds can play center still. So you still got enough guys who can get out there and play. Do you send Bay down and say, hey man, two weeks, get it right, and then we'll go from there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, on the flip side, do you tell Smith and Jigba, hey, we feel like right now we're rolling and we're going to kind of, we're going to keep running this. You're going to get, you're going to get two games a week, one game a week. We're going to send you down and let Maggie take that type of playing time and just give you some at bats so that you're ready to come back in and, 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 and execute because, we know he's better, right? Yeah. Which way do you think this thing's going to go? So when I was on the sitting on the couch watching the game today, I was talking about to to Ashley, and I was, I was like, you know, I just don't understand why they're making such a big deal about a guy who's getting called up because a guy's on bereavement. We have a day off, so this is the only game he's going to be up here. He's going to be sent right back down. Then I got to thinking about it. I'm like, what we do? And I thought went through the same thing you were just talking about. He based scuffling and. Smith and Jigba's not getting a lot of playing time. So, I mean, I, I I would lean towards the Smith and Jigba sending him down. And because if you send you if you send Bay down to get himself right, he's not facing major league pitching. And those are the guys who are picking him apart. If you're gonna make a counter adjustment and to be able to hit those guys, it's not as easy to do if you're not facing them. Yeah. It's not like he's got a hole. In, in his swing as or a hole in, in his mechanics, I want to say, that he can go down there and fix. I think it's, for Bay, his, just a just a quick insert here. I mm-hmm. think for Bay is if he stops chasing the high fastball and just starts getting walked every once in a while, he's a he's so much more effective because now he's on the bases. For yeah. me, it's all about the chase. Yeah. If he could so if he could stop chasing. Base. So the same thing goes if he goes to triple A, he could learn to stop chasing there. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. yes, yeah, it's not major league pitching, but since that's the problem, I do that's see fair. that as a thing. But not to disagree with you. Uh, you know right. what I mean? I think right. this is a good conversation either way. And, I, yeah. you know, not that we're going to figure it out either. No. <laughs> but for me personally, my personal, the, the move that I think they should go with is just get, get Smith and Jake with some at-bats. Yeah. Let Maggie stay here for at least a couple weeks. Get him some playing time. Yeah, and it's like I said, it. it's like I said, you have, it, but he's going to be happy with anything he gets. That's right, and if and if he's getting the same type of at bats that um, that Smith and Jigbo is getting right now, yeah, it's not much, but I mean, at this point, Magic gets one, he's going to be so pumped. Yeah, and I think that's you know that's what you're looking at, uh, man. If they send him back down, I feel like you made a big deal about this like Shelton you know they showed the video Shelton made a big deal about it 
mm -hmm. embrace, the way he laughed and, and, and all that stuff. Like he made it, he made him feel like he belonged there. Yeah. If you bring him up for one day and he goes back, you do the same thing that he just dealt with. Like, I feel like that's not going to be now, obviously I'm going to say this again. There's a lot of discussions that happen off <laughs> in the background. We, he may have known that this was a thing the whole time. And if that's the case and, and this was, you know what I mean? Like, who are we to say? But I think it's interesting. And I think this could be an opportunity for him to get a couple weeks there. And it doesn't matter how good he does. It can't be. I mean, 125 is what CSN did from that spot. So if he can get us 125 from there, then we've not changed a thing. Um, and we're playing yeah. good baseball. So I think that would probably be okay. Um, yeah, it's good talk. So we've got, you know, so a little bit more time here. Um, I'm going to skip the Sawinski stuff that we were going to talk about because basically all it is is the same thing that everybody listening to this already knows. He's a good mm -hmm. baseball player. And yes, he swings and misses. But look at his StatCast page. Everything else is way in the red. We're talking 99th percentile. He's as good as it gets in expected slugging, barrel percentage, and chase rate. 99%. Per, I don't think it goes to 100, so... That's it. He's there. Average exit velocity yeah. is 97. The ex-WOBA. Okay, come on, guys. But still, 98th percentile. Hard hit percentage, 95. Walk percentage, 92nd. Sprint speed, 88. The guy runs. Mm -hmm. Outs above average, 81. These are upper echelon things. Now, his whiff percentage and his K rate, 10 and 15%. That's his problem, right? Percentile, right? Percentile. 10th yeah. percentile, like he strikes out and he swings and misses. And we know that, but I think I'm taking this. <laughs> yeah. The guy's yeah, got a 383 it. on base right now. Mm -hmm. And really 255 isn't a bad average, but let's talk about on base. That's the important thing. 383 on base and a 1021 OPS. It's I mean, like 152, 152 weighted runs created plus like that's 52% better than league average. Yeah, and I'll say this about the average. You can bat me 255, and by season's end, you got me 20 to 25 homers. All right. If that. the on base is 383, right. I love it. Yeah. It's not even I'm okay with it. You're on base. Yeah. All right. That was it. <laughs> so let's talk about the Derek Shelton extension. I think that's one thing that, you know, a lot of us are – are talking about, uh, I got a text about it today saying, I saw they extended Shelton. What Do you think that's a knee-jerk reaction to a hot start? First and foremost, no, it's not. And the reason I say that is because we knew this was coming. There was talks in spring training. Um, ben Sherrington said as much as, we're going to extend him. Yeah. Um, without saying, we're going to extend him. He said that he was going to, right? We knew this was coming. It wasn't a big deal. Do we know how long? No. <laughs> Did we know how long the first one was? No. <laughs> it was like this side <laughs> conversation. Like, well, today's this is his last year, so we're going to look into extending him. And it's like, oh, four-year deal. I guess we guessed it. <laughs> the thing is, is if anybody told you he's a bum, he stinks, I just don't, I just don't know if that's valid. He hasn't had a roster yet. Right. And we all talked about this in the spring. And, and we made these comments whenever we said, he said he will be extended this year. We like Shelton. We like what he's doing. We believe in him moving forward. We're going to extend him. So we knew this was coming, like I said. And we made the comments then. Are we sure this is the right move? Like, don't we want to see how this season plays out? Like, if this thing crashes and burns and we lose 100 games with this roster, I don't think we need to be keeping him around. <laughs> However, I am already extremely impressed. Yeah. And I'll go to, we've had a conversation a couple weeks ago. It continued. We just finished back to this thing, 17 straight games. And we didn't burn out the bullpen. Right. Our starters are responding. The guys are, who are playing, they've made it clear a few times that they love him, like that they're very happy with who their manager is. Mm -hmm. um, the big thing for me is he's making decisions and winning games. Yeah. He's putting lineups out there that are working right now. Say what you want about the lineups. We had that conversation, episode 105. If you disagree with all the lineups they're using, I believe it's episode 105. Look back. It's It has lineups in the thing. Read about lineups in Major League Baseball. This is not a Derek Shelton thing. This is a Major League Baseball thing. 
Don't be surprised that the lineup changes all the time because it does for everybody. But he's pushing the right buttons right now. That's what it takes yeah, to, to, sure. go to do stuff like this. To me, it's the pitching. It is the bullpen. Yes, did Will Crow blow a game that everybody around said he should have blown because Will Crow is Will Crow. However, he's got to step up. Yeah. We've yeah, you, all been I mean, hard. You're, pay, you're paying these guys. You, you know, you they got to punch in and go to work too. Yeah. We all are hard on Underwood. And even when he went in, in the eighth inning yesterday, I thought, that's ah, eighth inning. What are you doing? <laughs> and guess what? Shut him down and went to to do it. Yeah. And he's, let, let's clarify. I do say things about his eighth inning. It has been a bugaboo his entire career. This is not something where it's just, a, you know, me just saying, oh, he stinks. No, I think he's effective in all other innings, really. <laughs> it's the eighth inning. I mean, ninth inning, too. And I've, and I've made that statement, too. The ninth inning doesn't look that good, but it's a much smaller sample size. But for me, the eighth inning has always been rough for him. I'd rather not see it. But Shelton doesn't care. He gets it because he goes out there and he says, dude, go throw your good pitcher. doesn't matter what inning it is. There's no way they have those discussions right? about the eighth inning. There's no way. And they shouldn't. That's for us guys to talk about. <laughs> That's for us to rant about over here. But yeah. the thing is, is like he's been a good pitcher other than that. And we like to say he stinks because we remember the times he gave up runs. But... The truth of the matter is he's been effective when he's not yeah. in the eighth inning. And yesterday he was in the eighth inning, so Saturday he was. So anyway, I've been really impressed with the ability to use the bullpen the way that he's used it. His ability to keep this thing going the way it's been going. Are there things that I would do differently? Sure. Am I getting paid what he's getting paid to coach a Major League Baseball team? No. So maybe he's better than I am. Where are you at on this? Because there is still a thing. There is still a thing where you say, I still would have liked to see it play out. Yeah, and, and I, I, I feel that. I feel that too. I, I would like to see it play out. But at the same time, I mean, if if all the guys like him and all the guys are responding to him and, and the office front office likes working with him and, and his staff and it's all good vibes, then who's to say this isn't just like a two-year deal? We have no idea. <laughs> right. And it's probably another three to four year extension or so. But listen, I, I feel like all a lot, most of the complaints that I had about his in-game decisions and that from last year have not been as prevalent this year. He's mm -hmm. managing in a different mode this year. Mm -hmm. He's managing to win baseball games right now, not managing to get through the season. You know what I mean? Like it's just, I don't know. I think I feel like he's managing for a 162 game competitive season. Wow. Yeah. And that's a great point because it's not just about winning tonight's game, right? right? There is an idea of saying there's a difference between winning tonight's game and winning a game, like winning more games throughout the year. This yeah. isn't the, well, let's just keep Bednar in in that 10 inning game because we need him. Instead, it's like, hey, if we're going to do this thing, Will Crow's got to got to man up and get us out of this thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so, like going to him in that situation, that's the same sort of thing. That's a long term, but not as long term. I like what you said there because it's 162. It's not like, well, I'm not going to overdo it now. I need you next year. No, 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 no. Right. I need you in August. I need you in September. And I feel mm -hmm. like he is coaching for that. We don't know if this team is going to be in the mix in August and September, right? But I like the fact that he's coaching and the and the, the conversations that those guys are having in that clubhouse to the media to all the things is not we're just enjoying this because it's it, it's not the same conversation we're having. Right. Enjoying this right. while it lasts. No, no, no. They plan on winning. Yeah. And that's what you want your ball club to do. Even if they don't win all year. The fact that they plan on it. The fact that if they do go on a streak where they're losing, it's not like Let's learn. Let's learn from this. It's not going to be that. It, it's going to be ticked off baseball players. Yeah. They're going to be mad because they're losing. That's what you want. Yeah, absolutely. And this is this is a competitive baseball team. And I think that starts from... I'm sorry. I think it starts from Derek Shelton. Yeah. And I'm impressed. Now, let's talk about this again in July. Let's talk about it again next year, right? Because right. next year, the this... It changes a little bit. 
we want to see a playoff team. Yeah. You know what I mean? So let's see how much further we can go. Let's see what, you know what I mean? See what kind of gains we can make in that sort of world. But what I will say as uh, we got to get this thing wrapped up, but what I will say is even if it is a four year deal, if he's not getting it done, they can still just can him. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't care. Like, let's do this thing. The vibes are good right now. Let's keep them rolling. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe he'll be here for another eight years. I I don't dislike the guy. No. We're just waiting to see a good team. Maybe he's going to be awesome. Maybe we're going to love this guy. If he, I mean, like you could say same stuff about Clint Hurdle when they were going good. We all loved him. Yeah. I really did like Clint Hurdle. I thought he was a great manager. I don't think you're ever going to have the total package as a manager. And I think Clint Hurdle, what he did, what his strengths were, I thought he did them well. Maybe that's the same thing we're going to get here. They're going to be different strengths. (laughs) No doubt. (laughs) I do not see Derek Shelton getting thrown out of games with a cheek full of bubble gum the way that Clint Hurdle did. Right. He could crush the bubble gum, right? But anyway, he went out and got thrown out of games on purpose. Yeah. I, I don't see that kind of a thing from Shelton. But that doesn't mean he doesn't have other strengths. Right. Good talk, man. Yeah. So we got Monday off. So let's just enjoy a Monday, guys. Today's Monday. Today is usually the day where we're super tired in the afternoon. I hope you're listening to this at like, if you're not in the morning, maybe maybe you got around to this part of the show right after lunch or something. You know what I mean? And you're just like, I'm so tired. Dude, Stop being tired. We're in first place, and we're going to be in first place. Let's go. Tuesday, the Dodgers come into town. Um, They are going to start kicking off and playing hot baseball. Does a three-game set tell you whether we're for real or not? No. But, man, it'd be fun to take a series from the Dodgers at home and say, maybe we... Just It's just one of those other things, because this early in the season, all you can ever say is, maybe we're for real. <laughs> <laughs> Oviedo versus Cindergard Tuesday night. We don't know who their pitchers are for the rest of the series as far as MLB, um, but Rowanzi and Mitch Keller. Dude, I couldn't ask for a better Oviedo, Rowanzi, Mitch Keller. Take a series from L.A. right now. Yep. Take a series from L.A. because we have the starting pitching to do it this week. Um... I don't have anything else. Let's we're going to talk to you guys again on Friday after this series is over. Enjoy this Monday sitting in first place. I hope you guys have a great week. We'll talk again Friday. Let's go Bucks. Let's go Bucks. Thanks for listening to my dad and uncle Jake on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two October. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. Clear the deck, cannonball coming, and let's go, Bucks!